0: In a world where we base our self-worth on social media likes, the opinions of others, and how we measure up to those around us, it can be difficult to embrace what we love about ourselves. Self-worth isn't what you have, it's not what you do. It's what's inside of you and how you feel about the world you've built. Join me, Lynn Howard, as we climb the mountain together to reach the peak of our happiness and peace of mind. This is Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are. Hey y'all, welcome or welcome back. This is Lynn Howard and you are listening to Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are. This podcast should have been up last Wednesday. However, after recording the entire thing, testing it out after editing it, so spending two hours on two different podcasts, when I went to upload it, it was corrupted. And I don't know if you've noticed, but I have a bit of a raspy voice. So after speaking for extended periods of time, my voice tends to just fade away. So I apologize. Technical things, I have no control over it. But we're going to go ahead and re-record it because I think it's a very important topic. So I, until last week before, you know, after I recorded it and, you know, realized that it was not, you know, going to work, I was living a lie, y'all. After preaching to y'all about the importance of self-care and the importance of resets, I realized I had been working just nonstop for months, months. Now, of course, I would take some time off, you know, at night, I'd go watch TV with my husband or, you know, whatever, read on the couch at night, that kind of thing. But I was working seven days a week because by the time you hear this, my company, Abundance Author Life, which is author coaching and abundance coaching, will be open. It will be live. We did a soft launch on March 1st. Yeah, I just worked nonstop. I used to take Sunday the whole day to just completely reset. Now, if I felt like painting my walls, I'd paint my walls. Because to me, that was just something resetting. Y'all listen, by the time I leave this house, it's going to be three inches shorter like in every room. It's because I've painted so many times since I moved in here. But what I'm saying is I did what I wanted to do instead of working. If it was nice enough, I'd sit on the patio and just drink my coffee in the morning, or I might read a book, you know, either outside or on the couch, or I might go have, you know, lunch with my mom somewhere. I did what I needed to do to recharge my batteries. So that's what we're going to talk about today is the importance of self-care and the importance of recharging your batteries. Now we're all different. Introverts, extroverts, I'm actually an extroverted introvert. (laughs) I recharge my batteries by being alone, by spending time with myself, but I can talk to anybody. Obviously, I'm sitting here talking to you. I'm not a shy person by any standard of the imagination. I can be a little awkward in person because, you know, sometimes I stammer and just get nervous or anxious or whatever the situation is. But the way I recharge is by being alone. So when it's nice out, anything I'd say above 60 degrees, I like to be outside. I'll sit on the porch, the back porch, the front porch, the side patio, whatever, as long as I can just be outside, breathe in fresh air, get that sun on my face, listen to the birds. When it's warm enough, truly, and I suggest everyone do this, even people who are not outdoorsy, take off your shoes, go out in your yard barefoot. Go out and ground yourself. There is actually scientific evidence of putting your bare feet on the ground actually recharges parts of your body and actually triggers different little, you know, electrodes or whatever in your body. I, I obviously can't show you guys on the podcast, but you can either trust me or you can go Google for yourself. I was actually just watching a whole scientific thing, a side by side with the, the, the colors that flash, you know, when it changes. But for me, that is that is what recharges my batteries. You know, I might actually go in my office, my cave is what I call it, and watch YouTube videos. You know, it's YouTube videos on maybe redoing my garden, or it might be, you know, redecorating a room. Um, I might just sit on the couch for hours and read because we are in Missouri. We're just coming out of winter. It's going to be 74 today and then 40s for the rest of the week because welcome to the Midwest. Yeah. so we can have four seasons in one day. But when it's nice, I recharge by going outside. If it's not nice, I still need that alone time. And I don't count the fact that I work from home as alone time because I'm working. I'm writing my books. I'm writing up worksheets. I'm, you know, developing programs and courses, you know, for you guys because I want to help you guys. And I promise you they will be affordable because I've been in your shoes where I needed some guidance or some help and did not have the revenue. So now I want to make sure in my place in life that I offer things to people that they can afford because it would have been nice <laughs> to be able to afford thir- you know therapy in my 30s when I really needed it. I got it in my 40s, don't worry. So what does self-care look like to you? Now, I said I used to take Sunday all day. I am not telling you that's what you need. You might need 10 minutes locked in the bathroom watching TikTok videos. You might need a 20-minute walk down your street. You know, it doesn't have to be a whole day. It doesn't have to be a spa day. I remember when I was first told a couple years ago by a therapist that I needed to focus on self-care. I genuinely didn't know what that meant. In my head, self-care was like pampering myself in the shower and putting on a clay mask or going to a spa. Now, obviously those things can be self-care, but I didn't, no one had ever talked to me about self-care before. You know, when I I thought of it as like eating well and going to the gym, those were things that you did to take care of yourself. Taking care of your health and yourself can be separate from self-care. I want you to find a way to recharge your battery because if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else, regardless of whether or not you have children or spouse or parents or whoever needs to be cared for. You can't do your job. Well, you can't, you know, hang out with your friends. If your mind and your heart are, are not healthy, if your your soul's unstable, you're not going to be much good to anyone else. We've all heard about when you're on an airplane The stewardess always tells you in case, you know, the oxygen masks drop, put the mask on yourself before putting it on your child. Because if you pass out, you're no good to anyone, correct? So if you have a mental breakdown or you get sick because you've stressed yourself out, you're no good to anyone. So you have to learn to selfishly love yourself enough to take care of yourself even if that means sitting on a back patio or maybe going to a restaurant that has a patio or going to a restaurant inside and having a cup of coffee by yourself. Maybe recharging to you is being in groups of people. Maybe you need to call your friends and and have a lunch, you know, and just chat and catch up with each other. And I recommend, and maybe this is controversial, I recommend when y'all get together, you try to eliminate complaining about your lives, of complaining about your jobs, complaining about your, you know, your your kids, your husband, because what you speak will come to fruition. <laughs> Law of attraction. When you're together, when you're doing self care of any form, use positive speak. So when you go out with your friends, for instance, talk about all the great things that are going on in your life. Even if it's something as simple as your car got cleaned out this weekend. Woo. I mean, Hey, that's a big deal. You know, I'm sorry, but I'm one of those people that puts that last. So if I clean my car out and I call you and tell you, I clean my car out, that's a big deal. Because it's one of the last things ever on my to-do list. I forget, honestly, because I don't drive very much. So I just don't even think about it. Every single step that you take to make your life more positive and to put yourself first should be Celebrated. Literally, by the way, that is part of what a coach does too, is points out all those little steps and milestones that you've taken and helps you celebrate and gives you the oomph you need for one more step. One more step. That's what you need is one more step. To live an abundant life, you have to first be grateful for what you have. I can tell you there was a time in my life where I had to go to my mom's house every other day with my kids, my three kids, to shower. Because my shower was broke, and I was a single mother and couldn't afford a plumber, and couldn't find anyone that did have time to come help me. So for three months, I had to go to my mom's every other night for all of us to shower. There was a time when I had to go to the food pantry. I weighed 102 pounds, skinny. That's not no, not because I was working out. It's because we had no food. I made sure the kids ate. I ate what was left on their plate. Am I saying this to to get some sympathy? Absolutely not. Because here's the thing, those things sucked, but I was grateful that I had somewhere I could go to shower. I still had showers. I might've had to go to the food pantry, but that rev- that, that resource was there for me. I was grateful for it. Now, and I can tell you with all earnesty, earnesty, <laughs> all honesty, every day when I am in that shower, I'm grateful for it. And that's been 20 years ago. I am grateful for my shower every time. You know, I don't drive very often because of my disability. Um, I can drive very, very short distances. My gym, my grocery store, my pharmacy, and actually my favorite restaurant are all one minute and 32 seconds away. Actually, the pharmacy and Dollar General are 45 seconds. And yes, I've timed it. But my car broke down. And it's been an ongoing thing trying to figure out what it is. And I didn't want to take it to a shop. I know it sounds silly, but when you don't drive very often, spending several hundred dollars at a mechanic shop just seems kind of wasteful to me. You know, I can I can walk up and down the street instead of going to the gym. I can wait for my husband to get home and run across the street to go to the grocery store. Even in the small town, we have a grocery, it's a mom and pop, but we have a grocery store right across the way. But my husband finally diagnosed it. It was the starter. And my husband took a Saturday And put a new starter in for me. So something as simple as being able to drive myself to the grocery store, you know, without having to wait for my husband to come home, I'm grateful for that. But honestly, I was grateful that my husband had a car too. So even if I had to wait for him to come home, I was still able to go. Or I do have food intolerances. If I need stuff that is further out, something I can't drive to, I'm thankful that I have people in my life that can pick those things up for me. Do I wish that I could drive myself there? Of course I do. But what's the point of dwelling on that negative? That is not selfishly loving myself. That is not caring for myself. That is attracting the negative emotions and the negative feelings. It is not something I can change. So I choose to be grateful. That is part of how I care for myself. And that includes getting good food to help me feel a little bit better. (laughs) So part of your self care might be. Gratitude journaling. Take five minutes in the morning, you know, and and sit down with your journal and just, and it can be something as simple as you're thankful for the bills. Why, Lynn, why would you be thankful for your bills? If you're thankful for your bills, it means you have something that you have to make a payment on, right? Your house, your apartment, your condo, your mobile home, you have a roof over your head. If you have a bill for your car, You have a car. You can drive yourself to work or out with your friends. You know, your electric bill, you have electricity. There was a time as a child that we had candlelight and we heated the house with a kerosene heater. Of course, looking back, that probably wasn't the safest idea, but you do what you got to do. Everything, you can find something to be grateful for every single day. And that is self-care as well, because the more... You look for the positive, the more you will see the positive that is caring for yourself. Now, do I wish everybody could take a whole day? Of course I do. Of course I do. I sometimes don't have a choice. Sometimes my body just says, that's it, we're done. I had no sleep Saturday night, uh, Sunday morning, however you want to say it. Uh my puppy got sick. And so I was up at, I think it was two in the morning, five in the morning, and then finally 6:02. That was. We finally got out of bit. 6.02. I got very little sleep. So you know what I did? I laid on my couch in my living room and I read, actually, I'm reading Acatar A Court of Thorn and Roses. Um, I rented it from my library that just opened, one minute and 32 seconds from my house. Uh, that's what I did. I sat on the couch and read and played with my dogs. And I did go outside, got some sun because I need, it was a really nice day. I need that for me, even on cold days during the winter, I still need to be outside. I need that fresh air. I need that sun on my face. I think a majority of us suffer from seasonal affective disorder. So getting that sun on your face, even on cold days, y'all, that does help. It goes in through your eyes. It's vitamin D. It's a vitamin D deficiency because the sun is gone for so long during the winter. We're finally getting over that hump of more sunshine. But something as simple sitting on your back porch taking five extra minutes in the morning to just, just drink your coffee. Don't work on your computer unless it's something you want to do, like watching a YouTube video, but don't try to cram in as much as you can in every spare minute you have. Take five minutes for yourself. Maybe take a little bit longer shower than normal. You know, use a a sugar scrub on your legs, you know, maybe put a mask on your face while you're getting dressed just any little thing that you can find that helps recharge your batteries. And I can't tell you what's going to recharge your batteries. That's that's up to you. You know yourself better than I do, obviously. But some of you haven't met yet. <laughs> but I know myself well enough to know just being quiet and alone, especially if I can be outside, that is how I reset, especially for the week. That is how I recharge my batteries. I've always said I'm exhausted on Sundays because I push through my chronic fatigue all week long to get as much as I can done. So by Sunday, it's time to relax. (laughs) It's time to be quiet. It's time to be still. It's just time to be me. So that is what I have for you guys this week. Just a reminder AbundantAuthorLife.com is open and ready to go. It is author coaching and abundance coaching. I do offer um, a quick consultation. You don't know if you want to work with me or not until we've talked, right? So although you do kind of hear my personality, this is me. I'm quirky and I'm upbeat and I'm outgoing and I just love to celebrate with people. I love all the small little wins. When I, when anybody, it doesn't matter what you tell me, I lost a half a pound. Oh, that's amazing. My best friend actually took a day, a morning, not a day, a morning off from her job. She actually owns two businesses and went and got her nails done. I was so proud of her. She'd been putting it off for so long and it's, that is a big deal to her is getting her nails done. She is one of those people that got the long daggers and everything. That's important to her. That is a self-care thing for her. So the fact that she took that morning off to go get that done, hell yes. And I want to scream hell yes with you, with all your achievements. So if at any point you have any questions about the show, the podcast, a topic you want me to address, or maybe some questions, you can email me at AbundantAuthorLife at yahoo.com. And until next week, bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Are You Worth It? Spoiler alert, you are. If you have any questions or you have a topic suggestion or request, feel free to email me at areyouworthit at yahoo.com. You can show your support for this podcast by leaving a review on whichever outlet you listen from. See you guys next week.